0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Lowdown. Today I am thrilled to be joined by my good friend and regional office manager at FIFA, Essam al to discuss his pathway into football today and more about his role at FIFA. Essam, welcome to the show. Thank you, Conor. Pleasure to speaking
1: to you and uh, looking forward to a great chat and discussion.
0: Fantastic. Um, Tell us, Hassem, of course, I know that you grew up in Saudi Arabia. We've discussed this many a time. But growing up in Saudi, what was it like being a football fan?
1: Yeah, and I think in Saudi, you, you either watch or play football. Uh, when I was a kid, I, I, I played football in school. And uh, I think it was the easiest job for the, the, the teacher, I mean, the, the sport teacher. He would just give us the ball and, and play and uh, I also remember uh, maybe 15, 20 years ago, if you go around uh, each city in Saudi Arabia, around uh, the neighborhoods, you will find a pitch where people play. It's unfortunately not, not at the same at the moment, but uh, yes, I think it's changing around the world, not only in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I also played football in, 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 in university, school level, university level, and amateur level as well. My family loves football. Uh, they support Argentina. I think this is a Maradona legacy and, and, and maybe effect. So yes, uh, football. I would say is as uh, by far the the first and most popular sport in Saudi. But uh, yes, it, it's that was my passion. But I never thought that I will work on football till I changed my 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 mind uh, later on.
0: And. I suppose we've discussed this a few times, Sam, but growing up in Saudi Arabia, you had both the English Premier League and the Argentine Superliga. And you revered to me a few times before about your love for Baca Juniors. Yes. Why was there such, I suppose, in Saudi Arabia growing up, why was there such kind of a profound love for Argentine football? It's not because of Maradona having worked in Saudi before. I think yes, you are right. Mordona
1: came in in, in the 18s. I played few few games in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I think we, I mean, Argentina and Brazil at that time, they have lots of supporters in in, in, the, in the region, not only in Saudi. And also the Saudi Sports Channel used to 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 show the the Argentinian league, the Apertura and Clausura. So I think this that was the the hook up to to the fans there. Uh, and yeah, I would say Maradona as well has a great impact on, on that.
0: Fantastic. And you spoke about just earlier on, SM, you touched upon switching industries. Now, mm-hmm. when you left school, you began studying engineering. What led you to move away from engineering and into the football industry?
1: Yes, I, 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 I did uh, industrial engineering in King Saud University in Riyadh. And, and I loved it. I, I wanted to do, to do industrial engineering. I also wanted to continue my, 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 my studies in industrial engineering. So I get a scholarship from the government uh, to do industrial engineering in the USA. But around that time, uh, when, after I graduated, I worked for around two years in, in a telecommunication factory as a production uh, manager. Around that time, when I was also following football, not only on the pitch but also outside of the pitch, off the pitch, uh, I heard that the Asian Football Confederation, the AFC, uh, wanted to revamp the AFC Champions League and to do another a new a new structure for for the competition. And for this, uh, they have uh, massive criteria. And one of them that uh, each member association that want to participate in this Champions League is to have a professional league. Not, not, I mean not, not only a professional league in the pitch, like where you have uh, professional players, but also that you have a professional structure within the member association or uh, a different entity, such as the Premier League or, or other, other entities. So I thought maybe this is a good opportunity. I, I, saw, I saw that uh, few, few advertisements in, in, are going around in Saudi that they wanted uh, lo- I mean, local youth, young people to, to come and work in the league. I thought this is maybe uh, a good opportunity. Even at that time, I was uh, a bit uh, hesitate because uh, 20 years ago or 15 years ago, or even 10 years ago, uh, we don't consider football as a, as a professional career. We just consider football as a hobby. We just love football, like football, but you wouldn't find uh, professionals working football. We prefer to be engineering, to be, to be uh, engineers, to be doctors, but uh, teachers, but, but I think not not football. Football maybe is just a second job that you can go uh, after your uh, main job, job for, yeah, for a few hours, go work in the club some uh, social uh, responsibility and that's it so i was i i had i had to give it a thought i i i, I maybe I, I looked myself up maybe for for a few days just to think about it then i thought maybe yes we can change the mentality maybe um, i would love to 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 wake up in the morning and and, and, and feel like yeah i want to go and work and this is my passion i love football so i thought Yes, maybe I can change, not also work on football, but I can also change the mentality about football in Saudi Arabia. So I decided to go and, 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 and apply. So I applied uh, via this advertisement of the league. I was lucky enough to, to, to be called and, and, and asked to come for a few interviews. And after these few interviews, I, we, we, have, we had uh, an agreement with them to work with them for only uh, for a short period of time. So we agreed to work for for one one year only, just for my, myself to see how I will how will, I will produce with this, and because also I get a scholarship to do to continue master degree in, in, in industrial engineering. But uh, instead of for one year, I work for four years, and uh, I loved it, and and, and 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 I never regret that I, I switched my my path to to football.
0: And. It's just interesting you touch upon Saudi, I suppose, professionalizing the sport. You know, as early back as 2010, 2011, which isn't that long ago, 10, 11 years, in fact, you see that perhaps professionalizing football, welcoming outsiders into the Saudi culture. uh, Do you think it has led to other shifts perhaps in Saudi culture? Are they a bit more Open and aware of bringing in different nationalities, different cultures into the Saudi society.
1: Yes, as, as I said, uh, when we when we work at the league, we we had to change the mentality about not only not only run run professional football, but also change the mentality, uh, grow the awareness, uh, and and. I would say, since a long time ago, we had the, the uh, foreign players coming to Saudi. We had Riverino from Brazil. We had big names, but I would say the country, in, in the last ten years, of the country opening up, and football is, is part of this. is part of this uh, process. Uh, we have players from around the world, uh, South South America, Africa, Europe, everywhere. I think I would say yes, to a certain extent. Uh, I think football played play a role to this uh, opening and, and being, being welcoming to everyone.
0: And it wasn't too long after this experience then, that you, in fact, have your own adventure. You leave Riyadh and you move to Liverpool and you enroll in the MBA in football industries at John Moore's. How pivotal was that year abroad to your own development, I suppose, as not only a person but a football professional, your first year away from Saudi?
1: I think before, before going to that, uh, when I worked with the league, uh, we were like a few people, few staff. So we had to do everything. Uh, I was a project manager and I handled few projects. I handled the, the AFC file, which is the, the Champions League. So I, I had to implement all these criteria with the clubs. I was responsible for all the, the letters and correspondence with, with the AFC and, and, and the league by the Saudi Federation. I also work with the, with the, with the team who are responsible about the medical uh, clinics in the club. So we wanted to improve the the conditions of players in the league. Also worked in the the, the uh, another project that concerned the stadiums, safety and security in the, the stadiums. Also worked as, as a part of the the, the club licensing team. So it was a great experience for me. We were, I mean, even we had sometimes to do the coffee and 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 the tea. So. We, we were a small team, but we, we had to do everything together. And it was a great experience for me. And after a few years, uh, I wanted to, 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 to gain more experience and more exposure. So I thought I, I should, I should uh, change my mind instead of doing industrial engineering in, in, in the U.S. Let's do uh, a master's degree in football or, 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 uh, or, 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 or sport in general. So there are two, two options for me. The FIFA master, because it was well known in, 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 the, in the region. And I had uh, two friends from Saudi who just studied this, this, this master, and uh, the MBA football industry. But for me, and for, I think my mindset uh, and uh, something I felt is, is closer to, to my heart is the MBA football industry, because I wanted to do MBA, not only uh, focusing on football, that you do MBA, you study all the, the tools, the management tools, and then you learn how to apply them into the football industries. So I took this challenge, I, 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 uh, I quit from the league, and, uh, and I, I traveled to Liverpool, and I spent there uh, one point, I would say one, one and a half uh, year or two years. It was a great exposure, it was an eye opener for me, uh, understanding the international football. Uh, seeing football from different perspective uh, from the South South American guys the the, the African guys uh, we were uh, uh, 25 guys in the course and from uh, 18 countries so the the discussion the debate was there was uh, really really great um, so as I said this was a great exposure great um uh, great knowledge, but also the networking that I had uh, during the, the MBA was was fantastic. And uh, yes, I wanted to to to, to be an example. Uh, I wanted to show uh, that you can you can work on football, you can do MBA on football, you can work and have a career on football uh, for for Saudi and for the region. And I hope I am I'm I'm trying I'm, I'm till now I'm trying to do this as well. But I hope. I hope this uh, was a, an eye opener for for others to, to, to follow.
0: Of course, and I suppose twenty five people in the course have you managed to keep in touch with nearly everybody? some, what are of perhaps course. some of the clubs and organizations these guys are working yes, at? Yes,
1: of course we have. A, of course we have a alumni where we will exchange uh, exchange emails. Sometimes if you need uh, a contact in one country, if you need to know about. Uh, what this club doing in terms of, of uh, revenue generation or fan fan development? You would you, would, you would just call the guy and ask him for contact or information. So I think this is one of the main the main uh, I would say strength of, of this of this uh, alumni or or studying abroad that you have the connection outside of of, of your country or outside of your region, and also. Because I was there studying and, and, and because of my previous experience in, in, in Saudi Arabia, I was contacted by, by the AFC, the Asian Football Confederation uh, at that time in, in 2012, by the end of 2012, when I was about to finish my, my master, uh, The AFC uh, wanted to change the development division structure. They had a program called Vision Asia but stopped for uh, uh, several reasons. And they wanted to establish a new uh, division with a new structure, with a new program. Uh, and they wanted to focus on, on the whole Asia, not only the, uh, I would say the mid-sized or small member association, but they wanted to, uh, to focus on, on, on all member association. And because of the new uh, structure of the AFC Champions League, and if because of the new uh, criteria that the AFC have, have put in and because of uh, the club licensing have uh, introduced the member association, the AFC saw that there is a need to improve clubs football. So they started a program called League uh, League Football Development or Development uh, football League, League Development. So as I said, I was approached by the AFC. I was in Liverpool. Uh, I had a few interviews via Skype. Uh, then I had to fly to, to Liverpool from, from uh, to Kuala Lumpur, where is uh, the FC based uh, for, uh, from Liverpool. Um, directly after after that, after my I, I did my, my my master, I was also lucky enough to to be accepted, and, and I joined the, the FC in 2013.
0: Fantastic, and I suppose the big challenge of anybody that graduates from a football based degree or. Any management degree or MBA background is applying the theory into practice. How did you find that challenge, SM, from putting into practice, of course, the management methods you were exposed to and learned at John Moores in Liverpool? What did that look like when you then went into your role with the AFC? Yeah, I think, I think, uh,
1: when you, I mean, from from my side, when you study, Sometimes the practical doesn't, 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 uh, I mean, oh, the, the theory doesn't, doesn't, doesn't fit with the practical. But for me, you get some tools. You, you get, you get, you know how to criticize things, you know how to do research, uh, you know how to apply some, some, uh, some of the ideas that you've seen in, in Europe or in England or in South America. But with, with, with uh, a tailor made, uh, let's say approach to, to your needs or to your uh, region needs. So I would say it, was, it, it wasn't it was like 100% like applicable for everything, but you have the tools. You are ready to go everywhere in the region or everywhere in the world with your tools that the capabilities that you have, the knowledge that you have and apply it in, in, in different region or different uh, situation or different circumstances.
0: And then I suppose, you know, from a relatively young age, professionally speaking, with the Saudi league, you got your hands dirty. You then to, you then went away, SM, and you learned the theory, the theoretical side of the game. And um, You had that year of, let's say, cultural adaptation, meeting people from South America, Africa, Europe, exchanging knowledge and ideas. You then put that into practice with the AFC. But then the next big move after the AFC is to FIFA, as regional office development manager what was that transition like at first and the challenge
1: yeah when i started to work with the afc i, I was a development uh, officer responsible for west asia so west asia the, the the arabic speaking countries or member association in asia because i speak the language i come from there i was handling this. And we were only two uh, three guys uh, doing that development project and as i, as I said we, we had one program called the uh, league development program but within the time within uh, we, we expanded i think now the, the development division within the afc it's around uh, 15 to 20 people so we had uh, we, we we started slowly but we wanted to to make a success we wanted to uh, to let member association uh, come to us, not, not us go to them. So we wanted to do, I mean, we, we started like uh, slowly going to member association where we feel like we can uh, have successful stories and then sell these successful stories to, to other member association. Uh, with the time uh, the team gets bigger, we, 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 we introduces other, other projects such as a mini pitch scheme, Live live streaming, and even till uh, now, we I mean, already the FC a few years ago also introduced a diploma where uh, staff from member association can study, uh, can get a diploma in, in football management. So uh, what I, I think that the most the most thing that I get from C is, is 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 how how is how to, to, to deal with the, the, the member associations. And, and build the relationship, build the trust. Uh, then I, I think when I moved to, to FIFA, uh, it was easy for me to, to to implement what we want to do at, at FIFA.
0: And then moving into the role of FIFA SM, what was the big challenge? I suppose being responsible for a whole continent, you know, being Asia. Of course, with the AFC, you would work predominantly with West Asia be it Qatar, Saudi, UAE. But with Asia, I suppose, in your role now at FIFA, your remit extends a bit further. You know, Asia, a continent which is constantly growing. I imagine the goalposts are constantly moving. Yeah. But what is the big challenge managing this vast continent at the moment?
1: Yeah, I think just before speaking about the big challenge, uh, FIFA had a, a massive change in 2016. Uh, especially at the top management president, general secretary, and so on. And with that that change, uh, FIFA introduced a new global strategy, which is uh, uh, promote football, protect its integrity, and bring it to all. And uh, one of the mission was to develop football everywhere and for all. And to do that, FIFA introduced uh, a program called the FIFA uh, Forward Development Programme. Because at the past, and previously before 2016, FIFA used to have uh, different development programs, uh, which MA can choose and, 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 and benefit of. But FIFA has changed the approach and they have now one uh, development program with more uh, financial contribution, uh, more impact by tailor mean, making the, 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 the approach to, to member association. And also more oversight. So we wanted to make sure this money goes to the right. Uh, to, I mean, goes and spent on the right way. So for this and for this program also, uh, and to bring football to all, uh, you cannot do everything from 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 Zurich. And uh, FIFA decided to have uh, regional offices around the world. And now FIFA has uh, three regional offices around the world, and three of them in Asia, uh, and one of them here and in. in, in UAE, Dubai, and uh, we are responsible for uh, 19 countries, West Asia and Central Asia. So West Asia, the, the, the Arabic speaking countries in Asia, uh, the like of uh, Saudi, Qatar, UAE, Oman, Palestine, Jordan, Iraq, Yemen, and also the Central Asia, the mostly Russian speaking countries uh, and also Iran. So a big region, football region, uh, uh, there are lots of challenges, as 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 as, as, as you mentioned. Uh, we have uh, war countries, we have uh, countries with sanctions, we have um, different culture, different languages. But I think this is the, the this is what uh, why I like uh, I like my my job. There is uh, no day like uh, like the other. And uh, just to make sure we implement this project uh, or this FIFA project, we created something called. Uh, the contract of a great objective, where we go at the beginning of, of each cycle to member association and ask them about their uh, strategy and objective for the next four years. And uh, we try to, to come together with our resources, our expertise, and uh, with them, a what they want to achieve and put everything in, in one document and one contract. And uh, we try to implement
0: uh, supervise and assist them in association in this uh, four years uh, cycle. Brilliant. And overall, some what is the dialogue like from the heads of staff in Zurich? Do they give you the freedom to propose your own ideas? The freedom then you would give to the to the countries, the member associations, a few adaptations here and there, or are FIFA perhaps from Zurich a bit more stringent? as to what is actually implemented.
1: See, uh, the the regional office is is, uh, located or stationed at the MA division in in Zurich, where there are uh, different uh, directors responsible for different continents. So for Asia and, and Oceania, we have a, a subdivision division team, or responsible for for the four offices in uh, Asia and, and uh, Oceania. Uh, so the offices are Dubai, Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia, Delhi in India, and in, uh, Auckland in, in, in New Zealand. So we work hand to hand together with uh, with uh, the MA division, uh, the MA division in Zurich. And we have also a coordinator and supportive supporting team in 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 Zurich. And I would say, uh, if, if you see my daily my daily uh, my daily routine or my daily work looks like, uh, it's, it's just start from. I mean, I, I would say I start here in the office, uh, replying to a few emails, meeting with the, with the staff here in the office, just to to, to, to give an uh, to get us uh, I mean, to update each other. Then I will have to call uh, directly the, the the guys in this video to to coordinate to 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 assist, uh, and it's a vice versa from our side or from from their side. So I think it's 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 with technology now with the with the zooms with the, uh, all this technology. I think it's, it's it's easier to manage, and we are all we work together and and, and I would say in a great way and we have the freedom. We are here because they trust us. So we have the freedom to do what, what, what we feel is right uh, if, it's, if it's fit with, with our uh, rules and
0: regulation. Fantastic. And I suppose <coughs> one of the guys you work under, SM would be Arsene Wenger, who serves as FIFA's Global Head of Development. What is it like to have Arsene Wenger as a resource within the Federation?
1: Uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit difficult to speak about Arsene Winger, but uh, I think with, with his massive uh, knowledge, massive experience uh, on and off the pitch, it's, it's a great privilege to have him at FIFA. Not only in the development uh, division, but only as FIFA as a whole, because he can bring uh, new ideas. He can the, I would say, the, 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 new, uh, the new future of football. And I think he understands football and around the world. He he coached he coached in, in, in Japan, so he understands Asia. And uh, yes, it's, it's 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 a great it's a great I would say uh, great asset for FIFA to have him. Uh, and, and and yes, I think we will see his idea implemented in in the next uh, one or two years.
0: Brilliant. And in terms of what the implementation looks like at this current time, SM. Have you perhaps one project or indeed one country that you are most proud of who you've worked with to date throughout your four years of FIFA, where you can see, well, over the course of these four years, they've grown exponentially in terms of football. Yeah.
1: Oh, a difficult question. Well, I would say, I would say I'm proud of all of all the, the project that we did, I'm proud of the member association uh, but maybe one thing just come come up to my mind. I think uh, the Tajik football uh, football uh, federation, with a small I mean, small country, uh, limited resources. Uh, I think they're doing a great job. Uh, we were working on their uh, football academy, the FA football academy, and we were funding the academy and trying to give them some expertise and and, and, and to 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 give them a great structure for for the academy. I would say, for the last five, six years. And uh, football there is, is really growing. I can see. Uh, they're they're, they're under-19, uh, under-17, uh, under participated in the Brazil World Cup uh, in 2019, and they've, they've made a great performance. They won against Cameroon, and uh, the other two games they lost, they were doing very f- fantastic. Uh, I see now their clubs as the as well uh, doing great in, in the Champions League uh, they actually first time to participate but also uh, made it to the uh, uh, quarterfinals so I think I would say there are lots of great projects we will, we will spend uh, hours speaking about projects in, in different ways in different, um, but uh, I like when member association utilize and monetize the money that they have and put it in the right way to, to grow football
0: Fantastic, and Assam, where do you see Asian football, and more particularly Western Asian football, which is your own remit at FIFA? Where do you see the game in West Asia over the next ten years?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I think I think in terms of resources, in terms of of uh, facilities. Uh, I think uh, it's great it's great especially in and I would say in the in the I would say the big sized country uh, the like of Qatar Saudi Arabia UAE uh, I think I think it's 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 I mean football is developing and, and and we want I mean for me I want to put a great example for other, for others to follow world cup is, is coming next year in, in to Qatar we have Arab Arab Cup uh, end of this year also in Doha, Qatar. Uh, I would say it's 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 a, it's it's a great great opportunity for others to to, to to learn as well from from different from different MAs. We have a small mid-sized MAs in the region, but I think you always have to have a, a good example. So if we have a good example like Qatar where the uh, believed in their system, in their academy system, and they won the the, the Asian Cup in, in 2019. Uh, I think you have to work and believe. the The issue with the member association is that they tend to think uh, in the short uh, shorter uh, plan. I think I think the, the we want to change the mindset. We want them to to think uh, long term plan. I think with the World Cup uh, expanding in 2026, more MAs have had have, have the opportunity to participate. So I think we need to we need to be patient. We need to work hard and be patient. And I think we will try to 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 in the, in the next ten years to, to close the gap with with, with other confederation with Europe. Uh, but yes, I think football is growing. Football is becoming more professional. But I think we, as I said, we need to to be more patient, thinking strategically instead of uh, thinking about the next game.
0: Brilliant. And finally to close us, Sam, I mean it's been an eye-opener for myself and I'm sure everybody listening will have obtained great value from this conversation but you're somebody who loved football growing up in Saudi Arabia kind of away from the European game, the South American game and when you were growing up it was very much considered an amateur sport in Saudi. You're somebody who's not only worked in the football industry, but you left the engineering industry at a time where it would have been more profitable and you could have seen clear progression if you did indeed accept that scholarship to move to the States. For somebody wishing to go on a similar footballing journey to yourself, be they a young kid living in Saudi Arabia or Ireland or in North America or Europe, what advice would you have for them?
1: I actually get lots of, of, of messages and, and calls sometimes from from friends in Saudi Arabia or people I don't know like via LinkedIn and Twitter, asking me uh, how's it like? Do you like it? Do you want to quit? Uh, or someone who really wants to to to, to work in football, but they ask me directly, okay, how I can work in FIFA? How I can work in the AFC? I think for me, I, I as I said, I never regret to work in football. Football is a great industry. It's it's it's, it's really professional industry, and and uh, you love what you do. And as I said, there is no day like like the other. But I think my advice will be to to start a uh, step by step. So maybe you work in, in a club in your region. You work in a federation, regional federation. Uh, you work on your own your own member association just to get that experience. Once you get that experience, I think the door will will open for you because. Uh, AFC doesn't have a, doesn't have a, or FIFA. They don't have a national team. Uh, they have member association, and this member association make FIFA or makes uh, AFC. So they wanted people from the member association. They wanted people from around the region to 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 have different, as I said, to have different uh, different different knowledge, uh, different languages. So you will be an asset if if you are patient. If you love football, you, you start uh, slowly. And I think gl- later you will have, I mean, you will achieve what you want. You will be an asset for, for any, any organisation.
0: Brilliant. Assam, it's been fantastic, as always, to speak with you. Um, I suppose this time we're speaking to a few more people, not just ourselves. But um, as always, it's brilliant to get a lens into what the day-to-day environment looks like at FIFA what's going on in the AFC and wider beyond so a big thank you for coming on and keep in touch
1: thank you very much Conor and thank you for the opportunity and uh, yeah see you soon and take care